From Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. It's Wednesday, the 8th of August. I'm Lisa Mullins in Boston. Undocumented immigrants in the U.S. who want to play by the rules have to go home to file papers. We'll hear about one man's dangerous journey. There were some times where he would be walking and there would be cops all over. He'd be like, what's going on? And there'd be like a dead body. Also today, a gang truce holds in El Salvador and an Iranian rock star sets the Quran to music. Quran has absolutely beautiful lyrics. Quran as an artwork is unbelievable. But the music is banned at home. PRI's The World is made possible in part by Medtronic employees, proudly supporting the work of United Way. United Way helps build pathways out of poverty by mobilizing the caring power of communities around the world, focusing on education, health, and basic needs. Learn how to help at unitedway.org. And by PBS Learning Media, providing accessible, on-demand educational content to teachers nationwide. More information online at pbslearningmedia.org. I'm Lisa Mullins, and this is The World. There are conflicting reports today of heavy fighting in Syria's largest city, Aleppo. Government forces have entered one part of the city, and battles are being fought on the narrow streets. Both sides are claiming victories. Achilles Dimitrio is in a northern section of Aleppo now. He's a freelance photojournalist, and he says people in Aleppo are expecting a larger assault, and they're desperate to get out. Many civilians already left. Uh, Whoever is in Aleppo city right now is trying to get out. But you have to understand that many people, many civilians from Aleppo city that I talked to, they don't have the money to get out from the city. Gas prices, petrol prices during the last six months skyrocketed. Two days ago, I spoke with with a man in Aleppo city who told me that he sent his family away from the city, but he didn't have enough money to pay for his own ticket. So he's left back there in their house praying for the best. Um, Achilles, can you tell us about one particular person who you've met, perhaps one of the fighters or a civilian who's there around Aleppo? Okay, so uh, three days ago, I was taken inside Salahedin area, and uh, there I had the opportunity to talk with a 19-year-old medical student who joined the Free Syrian Army about nine months ago. He told me that he joined the revolution because he felt guilty because his father is working as a policeman for the Syrian uh, state. And then I asked him if he had any communication with his family or if he went home to see them. And he told me that at the moment, if he went back home, his father would kill him. And so does this young man understand what his father, who is a policeman uh, under the Syrian government, what he is fighting for? I think he does. And because he disagrees with that, he decided to join the Free Syrian Army. Uh, Achilles, is there an image or a couple of images that you have taken that you think illustrate best what's happening there? 
Yes, there are. Um, two days ago, I was in uh, Sheikh Najjar area, uh, where uh, the army sent two fighter jets to target the FSA command center in that area. One of the bombs missed the command center and hit a residential uh, building just behind the command center, leveling the building to the ground and uh, killing 10 people inside. The only survivor was uh, the father of one of the families in there who lost his wife, two sons and daughter. And I took pictures of this father in uh, a condition of shock, trying to understand and realize what just happened. The in in a case like that, uh, I guess you feel relegated to only taking pictures. Uh